What is up, characters, beautiful people? I'm not going to call you characters. I, I don't like that. But I'm trying to think of something nice. And no one gave me good suggestions last time in the comments. Uh, everyone was, you know, everyone was against my suggestion army. I think army is still great. Um, but let me know what you guys, what, what, what are we called? Um, and yes, the title is true. The title of this uh, podcast episode is true. Um, last week I came out as a little dirty immigrant, and today I'll come out a little bit more for you guys and let you in my life a little bit more. <sighs> Woo! Um, I hope everyone's doing uh, great today. Um, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you, man, I'm high as a kite right now. I'm high on life, baby. And I'm going to just come out, okay? I'm not going to keep you on the edge of the seat, and I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you in on my dark secret. Um, a lot of you have been suspecting this for a while. Um, and it's true. I'm coming out as homophobic. I know it's not trendy right now, and I might be the last homophobe alive. But I got to do it for the culture, you know? <clears throat> Um, you know, Mike Pence, I was on the phone with him yesterday and he said, he said, uh, you know what he said? He said, Hamza, I need to know deep down in my heart that if I die, someone will be there to take my torch and keep us alive. And it's hard to keep this movement alive, especially in this time of all this, you know, Sex and penis and everything is out now. And I just I wish I could go back to the old days. The old days when we were pilgrims and women would wear seven layers. And um, if I, you know, it, that's how it should be. And I want it that way. And men would wear top hats and, and, uh, and leggings. And I'm getting excited just thinking about it. No, on a real note though, I saw a TikTok that said, um, it said, ask a guy what he thinks about, um, to rate Ryan Reynolds, uh, attractiveness one out of 10. And if they say anything else other than a 10, that man is fruity. Their words, not mine. So it's, I'm quoting, it's not a microaggression. And also, that's not even a bad word. Fruity? You ever heard of fruity, fruity pebbles? You know, things like that. I can't, you know what? Anyway. I cannot believe I took slack for calling Lil Nas X fruity and sus. I will never forgive you guys for doing that to me. And you know what? I'm better... I'm a bet I'm a I'm in a better place now because of it. So it's that was the only way it could happen. Anyway, rate Ryan Ryan Reynolds one out of ten. And I was like, okay, damn it. I have been passionate about this for about four the past four years. I've been very passionate about how Ryan Reynolds is not a ten and I have no idea why uh he's even in this space of uh you know, 
exuberantly attractive men. You know, I'm not saying he's ugly or anything, but I don't know why he's in this space. He's not. He's not attractive. And I've been saying this for a while. And, you know, when I saw this, that's when I decided I was homophobic because I need to be as far away, you know, I need to distance myself. No, but then I called Aaron and I asked Aaron, hey, Aaron, I said, Aaron, what do you think of Ryan Reynolds, one out of ten? And he goes, <laughs> first he Googles Ryan Reynolds, uh, pulls up pictures of him, and he goes, oh, yeah, dude, dude, he's a ten. He's so hot. <laughs> I can't even be... I can't even have a gay friend. I gotta be gay alone? Is that what you're saying? I have a lot of gay friends. But, please, hear me out. Is there not a Ryan... Like, Ryan Reynolds looks like a substitute teacher who's, like, doing student teaching, like a TA. Ryan Reynolds... You would not look twice. It's like Tom Holland. Okay, Tom Holland, he's got some angles. He's got some... But if you saw Tom Holland, uh, whoa, Tom Holland's at you know a Kroger or something. I miss Kroger, um, or an Aldi or a, a superstore for my Canadians. You wouldn't look twice. I can promise you that. And if you did look twice, it'd be like this, because he's five foot seven. Yes, yes, he's five foot seven, and there's nothing wrong with that. But confront that women who ever feel something for Tom Holland and let that soak in that you are head over heels for someone that's five seven and uh you know book keep that keep that in mind store it so that next time you're giving my short guys a chance not me I have no problem with my height I've never felt short in my life on a real note about height I'm just going to say it once, I'm going to say it, and we're just going to, this is it. I am 5'10 and a half. And that's exactly how much I am. And the reason why I hate actually saying how I am is because of that rule that goes, Oh, if he's 5'11, he's going to say 6 foot, because why wouldn't he say 6 foot? And if he's 5'10, he'll say 5'11, you know, yada, yada, yada. So when I say I'm 5'10 and a half, people think I'm like 5'8. No, I'm five ten and a half. I'm an honest man. Um, and as a man who's five ten and a half, I've never felt short. And you know what? This is what I was talking about with gratitude. It really helps you. You know how tall my mom is. My mom is five two. My dad is five five. The average height of uh, a man in the country I am from. Remember that refugee country we talked about the last uh, episode? Oh, my God. I got to look it up. I got to double check. I don't want to mess this up. Uh, average height of a man from Yemen. Five foot three. I'm a freak of nature at 5'10". I am a freak of nature at 5'10". Better yet, I was 5'2 until I was 16. And I had I had accepted that. And then I, it and my voice was extremely squeaky as well. And then all it took was one summer and I came back like a brute with 
children's clothes on. Remember those Adidas joggers? The, the, the three stripes? So fire. I still think to this day, I mean truly revolutionary. And they were soccer track pants too. Uh, yeah, I would come, I came back and like half of my shin was showing along with my ankle and everything else, uh, wearing those pants. So I am grateful and I've never felt short in my life. Uh, honestly, I've never had, no, I'm five, ten and a half. I'm chilling. Am I having my own dialogue with myself? Maybe, but that's what this podcast is. And I'm almost salivating because, uh, I'm talking so fast and I just had Wendy's. I did have one, and you see, notice how I said I was talking so fast? I In my head, I feel like I'm talking a million miles a minute because I'm on this coffee, but I know when I re-listen to this, it'll sound like, you know, a grandpa giving you a word of advice. Um, But yeah, I just had Wendy's, and I still stand by that Wendy's is not in the same category as any of these other, they're not doing it the same. Um... And I love them for that, and I'm I'm recently new to them, and I've been going down the menu, every single thing on the menu, and I've been just having a blast. It's been great. Also, uh, this coffee place I went to, I, yesterday, I, I mixed it up for the first time. I went in there, and I told my girls, I love my girls, uh, they always know me, they're always cooking up my iced coffee black, which is basically an Americano without the water, because I'm a, you know... I like more coffee. I don't want water in my coffee. Uh, I just come in, you know, they're already cooking it up. And I always say, have a nice day. And it's very funny. I've been saying that since I was very young. And I don't know, I'm not sure why, but I do feel it in my heart when I say it. But I just like remember me being 14 and, you know, checking out and looking at like, you know, a 50 year old man checking me out at a Goodwill. And I look at him in the eyes, and I'm like, hey, have a good day, man. Because that's how I always say it. And I'm like, Jesus, all right, damn. Uh, don't tell me what to do, you know what I mean? So I do that every time. And I sometimes I'll forget a couple times with the girls. And you know what? They tell, they say to me, they say, have a good day. And they don't say that to, to anyone else. These girls, I would argue, are particularly rude. They are... You know, as most young girls go, who have to, uh, you know, work part-time as a bartender. I mean, I'm not blaming them, but they're pretty cool to me. Anyway, yesterday I go in there, I say, hey, girls, I'd like to mix it up today. And they all came, man. All of them come up like, oh, my God. Okay, what are we doing? And I was like, going to be honest with you, I've never went. I want to go hot today. It's cold outside. I can't go cold on cold. Usually I can, but today I want to mix it up, you know? I want to sit outside and I want to sip on something hot and maybe smoke a little ciggy. Yay! Uh, <laughs> and they all come together. They say, okay, do you like ginger? Do you like gingerbread? Uh, do you drink it for the energy? Would you like an espresso shot? Anyway, I get this ginger latte espresso shot freaking thing with whipped cream and cinnamon sprinkles and it was delicious you know it wasn't delicious 750 that's how much it cost well canadian so usd that's probably about six bucks 
Nah. That's why I go plain gin with the iced coffee because it's USD is like 275 a day. I mean, not a day, a coffee. If you get a coffee a day, you get the point. And um, it's a lot of coffee, I feel like. I mean, look at this. And it's very uh, condensed and it gives me a lot of energy and that's what I'm drinking it for. And it's pretty delicious. I like their beans. Like the actual taste of the coffee beans is a little bit chocolatey. Um, so yeah, they cook this up for me and then I go outside and I, you know, I sip and, uh, I just enjoy life, honestly, because that's what it's all about. It's all about them small things. But yeah, I'm just thinking about the Ryan, the Ryan Reynolds, uh, little quiz has been stuck in my head because I've always been adamant about how I'm for, as a straight man, I'm very good at, uh, imagining what, an attractive man looks like, you know, uh, for women. So if I was the gay best friend, like uh, the gay best friend, but not gay, if I was the girl's like boy, honorary, I don't know. I've never been in that position, but I'm imagining it and I don't mind it. I would be freaking, yes, I see it, you know, like you like, I know what ugly hot is, and I can catch it very quickly. I, and then after, I, I was talking to Aaron, and Aaron said Ryan Reynolds was a 10. And I was like, Aaron, I think I'm gay. He goes, what's wrong? I say, dude, Ryan Reynolds is not a 10 on any planet, any universe, the Marvel universe, even. Got Chris Hemsworth. And Paul Rudd. And then we go on to Paul Rudd. He goes, no. Aaron goes, no, what, dude? No. You know who got Sexiest Man Alive? Paul Rudd, dude. Look at him. And he, like, Googles Paul Rudd and Google Images and flips the phone and shows me Paul Rudd. Like, I don't know who Paul Rudd is. And I'm like, you idiot. That's a sexy man. Paul Rudd is a sexy man. He's like, what? Um, so I'm actually conflicted, you know, I remember when I was very young, I was in eighth grade, um, there's this kid named Dante, a white guy named Dante, I feel like that's pretty rare, um, in our, uh, like study hall class, and we had never met a gay person before, any LGBTQ person, and I've never met one, and me and my friends were there, and he was sitting there, and rumor had it, he was gay. So one of my friends tapped him on the shoulder and they say, hey, man, you gay? Not in a confrontational way, just a pure curiosity. I'd never, you know, we'd never met a gay person before. I almost said a gay. That sounds uh, like a pejorative. Um, and he turns around and he was a very peculiar guy, kind of uh, like a Dahmer vibe, uh, like a Jeffrey Dahmer, just eyes wide open and uh, a strange lisp as well and he goes no i'm i'm just romantically attracted to men not sexually attracted to men and me and all my friends go like quiet we're like and i th and all of us were thinking i th i think or at least i was like damn you can do that you know, what? 
That doesn't sound too bad. And we were like, it wasn't, it was pure like, whoa. That's what it felt like. Yeah, everyone was like, whoa. And hey, that might be me, you know. <laughs> I was once, I was once on a Zoom call with, uh, with the freaks, the freak shows or whatever. And I said this, and they quote me on this every time, and they make fun of me, and they uh, call me gay in a really mean way. And I said this. I feel like I was onto something, but I said, guys, I'm not gay, but imagine coming home to a man every night. Wouldn't that be great? And it went dead quiet. No one reciprocated. And then they started laughing at me, which, you know, that's a core memory for me. But that's not what I meant. I just meant, like, guys are more agreeable. And I am a feminist. Actually, no. Technically, women are more agreeable, I think. But guys are, you know, guy-on-guy thing. It's like, you know what's going on. You know what I mean? And remember, I am homophobic. So don't even try nothing. Um, but my point was, imagine coming home to a guy. And then I was like, oh, okay. Guys, I think I'm talking about a roommate. I'm just talking about a roommate. And they're like, nah, you sus, and now I'm really in trouble. But do you understand what I mean? Like girls, for example. Whenever I see, uh, you know, some girl named Hannah or something who's romanticizing being a bisexual, which when she's really not, because I firmly believe as someone who is not a part of the LGBTQ community, that in order to join the LGBTQ community, you got to serve time you know, in the trenches, you got to do your service, you got to, um, you know, suck a cock or something, if you're a guy, or if a girl, you got to do something, you can't just, uh, get the benefits without any of the struggle, uh, and you know, when you see some chick named Hannah or something, I'm like commenting on, like, uh, another straight girl's post, like, scissor scissor emojis, like, girl, let's scissor, and they're both very obviously straight, I don't blame them, kind of, because I know what you mean. Like, I know the way that girls hate guys and, like, when guys do dumb stuff and how they wish they could just date a girl sort of thing because then girls know what girls, you know, do. You don't got to worry about that translation barrier. You know what I mean? That was, that was the only point I was trying to make. And then I realized it's just a roommate. So, yeah, or a friend. I think I just wanted a uh, friend. I'm homophobic. Please don't forget that. Also, code homophobic on outofcharacter.store for 1% off. Homophobe, all caps. Yeah, that sounds right. Homophobe, all caps. Go to outofcharacter.store. Get suited up on some of the great... Look at this quality. Actually unmatched. Unmatched quality. Extremely comfortable. I was wearing the crew neck yesterday. Go to outofcharacter.store and uh, code homophobe, all caps, for 1% off for Black Friday. I just got to, I'm doing you guys some justice. Don't believe me? Go try it out. It might not be up by today. Let me check if I got an email back from my, nope, no email back. I just sent an email and my email reads as follows. Emailed my connection at uh, the people I'm working with. My uh, account manager or whatever. 
I say this. Hi, Danielle. This is kind of a strange request, but can you add the discount code HOMOPHOBE for 1% off? Best, Hamza. I, I'm actually so good at email writing. Um, also, I am looking for love in general. Yesterday on stream, I was on, I was doing a silly stream, and I got Tinder for the first time, seriously. And I had people help me and give me advice on circulating, uh, you know, the open market, you could say. And I found a hack. Uh, for those of you who were there, but uh, this is what I did in my bio. And excuse me, I'm about to curse, but I need you to know what I wrote. And my bio, I put, you know, my little Instagram bio and everything, which is attractive, uh, talented, tall glass of water, whatever. And then under that, I said, and uh, fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. Now, that is the key that I just opened up like a like that's an inside joke with the sisters. With the girlies. And they knew I was uh, written by a woman as soon as they saw that. And they swipe right. So guys who are on Tinder working hard, I see you guys. Here's a pro tip for you. Put that in there right now. And I think, I don't know how long this trick's going to last. It's kind of getting trendy to be on top of this. You know, I was on this yesterday. It wasn't as cool. You know, if you knew about this yesterday, this whole Taylor Swift, Jake debacle, then you were in the loop. You were more a uh, Swifty. And I would just get swiped right, and in their bios of the people swiping right on me, they would have it have their music. You know, you can add what music you listen to, and it would just have freaking, you know, enchanted or whatever, all as well or something. And and I and then I'll, I would send them a I would send this in all caps. Nice to meet you. Where you been? I can show you incredible things. And then they would reply in all caps. Magic, madness, heaven, sin, saw you there and I thought... Yeah, I know that one. That one I do know. I'm familiar with that one. That's a classic. Uh, And just like that, I'm in. Now, this was sort of a simulation for me because I wasn't... I had no plans to execute with these women. Whether that be, uh, you know... A mo like one night or something or a long-term thing. That, that wasn't my intent, and I felt bad because I knew I was leading them on. Uh, but I just wanted to feel for the space. And honestly, dude, people are horny. Excuse me. But this is crazy. This Tinder app is full of sin, and I don't like it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for love. I'm not looking for lust. And these people, you know, you can just tell they're, it's too easy. Like... This girl's like, uh, bio said, you know, send me a picture of a, a cat or a dog, of your cat or your dog, and you'll have my heart. I sent her a gif of a dog built into Tinder, like it's not my dog or cat. And she goes, aww, you have my heart now. And it was like, invitation to get dirty, is what I felt, that the way she said it. And I replied, I said, Jesus, I think her name was Emily. I said, Jesus, Emily, that's all it took. Raise your standards. That was literally a gift built into Tinder. And she goes, okay, you're right. LMAO, 
I'm helping them. I'm like a, a pimp. You know how pimps help the their uh the girls, but also they, you know. Uh. Lock them into positions. Also, this one girl swipe right. She messaged me first. You know, she messaged me in all caps. Promiscuous girl. Instant unmatch. Yo. Here's another one. I, I've kept going. I kept talking to more. Uh, this girl goes, the fact that you swiped for me as the funniest member of Free Show is truly iconic. Marry me. And she's pretty attractive. Um, again, I'm not looking to execute right now. At this moment, I'm not in the position to execute. So I gotta uh, let him off the hook. <laughs> and I gotta let him off nicely. So I say this. Listen to me, Aaron. You have to stay quiet. She goes, of course, your secret is safe with me. But anyways, how are you? I said, Aaron, did you not hear me? I said, you must stay quiet. She goes, Hamza, nobody I know even watches the freak show. I wouldn't gain anything from saying anything. I pinky promise I won't tell. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't even have my Instagram linked. It won't let me link my Instagram. It's actually really annoying because I was... I wanted to see if that would do a lot of damage. This other girl kept trolling me yesterday. I was really trying, and then I was like, that's it. I think she just wasted my time. I said, hey, girl, come over. I'll fly you out. She was in New York, and she keeps messing with me. And I give her my Instagram. I say, this is my Instagram. I'll fly you out. She goes, I don't know how to look up on look uh, anything up on Instagram. Why don't you just follow me? And I was like... Ooh. And I unmatched. Today, she DMs me on uh, Instagram. She goes, oh my god. Wait. No, I do want to come. Dude, imagine I was Vinny Hacker. Or like Taborowitz or something. Someone with a serious sex appeal. That kind of pull. I'm not going to lie to you. I do have pull. But I'm not, you know. Okay, let me be honest with you, okay? I do have a dilemma. When I see people who very obviously have pull and they have, they are the ones, this goes for guys specifically. If you're a guy and you very obviously, one second, I'm going to swap my batteries. Uh, but I'm going to keep talking. If you're a guy and you very obviously have options because of your position, you know, on social media and people see you and they think you're very cute. Um, and you decide, uh, and you're still going, like you're still, po you're still third, you know, putting yourself out there and thirst trapping and all that, yada, yada. I don't get why you like do that, especially when you're obviously swimming, it's like absolutely swimming because, you know, you only need one. You only, that's all you need. You just need one. So what are we doing? Sorry, I'm putting in his battery. Okay, there we go. Um, I'm just, I don't know what I'm even saying. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I don't want to say any names. But, you know, there are people who definitely, like, it's like retire. Find your one and retire. That's why I never entertain anything. Also, you never want to meet someone online. 
I don't think you should ever do that. Like, that should be so last case scenario. Um, for an unlimited amount of reasons. Why? <laughs> like, you like people for the small stuff. You like people for the way, you know, they chew. You like people for the way they walk and, and the way they are genuine in real life. None of, absolutely nothing that you should be lacking in someone, it translates in online text messaging or anything. You can easily um, be whoever you want and act completely uh, different to how you really are online. Hold on. So my recommendation as someone who's very good with uh, the women, and only the women, I'm homophobic, is you just... Uh, you got to put yourself in front of the prey. You got to dance a little bit. That's the only that's not a recommendation if you're stuck. That's the only way to do it. Never you know there's no Snapchat hose or anything. But again, I don't know what I'm talking about. And also, I want to make something clear. You know, I've had my fair share of uh, dances with the devil. And by the devil, I mean the woman. I've I've danced a little bit. And I, you know, some of you don't believe me, but that's okay. Um, I know my way around a salmon filet. I know how to get in there. Ew, I didn't like that one. That was not a good analogy. But you know what I mean. It's just like I said, I'm not in a position to execute right now. I'm not interested at the moment. And that's it. I'm not interested. It's not that I am struggling. <laughs> Excuse me. Honestly, I'm just looking for a green card. You know, one time on this podcast, I said jokingly, if you're 18 to 24, please private message me. And I'll say it again. Um, but um, I'm mainly looking for a green card, mostly. So if you're serious, that's you don't want to be that guy who's like, hey, guys, green card me and I'll marry you. Uh. Yeah, I want to marry you and get a green card. And then one of you messages me. He's like, hey, let me marry you and give you that green card. And then I will message you. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. And you're like, oh, my gosh. You responded. I was kidding. I don't want to be compromised in that position because I'm really about this. Aaron won't even marry me. I brought it up a couple of times. Some of my hometown friends, before I came up here, you know, now you guys know my little backstory but before i you know went on the trail of tears and crossed this border you know i i did offer my hand in marriage to a few of my bros and they were a little bit freaked out but it's all strategic again i'm homophobic ah uh, but i think love is a hard thing i think it's a beautiful thing and i'm excited to be in love and that's all jokes aside. I am really excited to be in love. I'm excited for something like that to look forward to every day. You know, my second half, my soulmate, things like that. 
And maybe you raise a couple of dumplings with them. That is a must. Um, but I'm 19 years old. And I have to wait. Fortunately. <laughs> Unless... Unless Superwoman comes to my rescue right about now. Um, I can't even tell if I'm, uh, you know, gaslighting anymore. I can't even tell when I'm gaslighting or not. That's just how the level I'm on right now. Anyway, Taylor Swift and her music video. I talked about this a little bit before, but hey, I don't want to see CP. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see that little red-eyed girl from Stranger Things kiss an old man. Now I get it. Now I get it. I didn't get it yesterday, but this is a part of the message. That's how it's supposed to be. It's representative of how it was for Taylor. And God bless Taylor, and I'm sorry that happened to her. But have you guys seen The Zodiac? That's a pretty damn good movie. And... You know, Jake went pretty crazy on it. Mr. Mysterio from the Spider-Man. Mr. Mysterio. 22. Album 22. I'm, you know, it's hard. I'm not saying I would go one way or the other, but it is, it is something to talk about. Because by choosing one, you are forfeiting the other at this point. If you're swift, if you're going all swifty, I don't want to see you at Spider-Man, Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm pretty sure he's in that one coming this year in the holidays. I don't want to see you in the theater. And also, this other way goes around. If you're if you're listening to Enchanted or All Too Well or whatever, I don't want you watching the Zodiac or that's not the other way around. Hold on, let me get this right. If you're listening to Taylor yeah, and if you're watching the Zodiac and you're in the Spider-Man, you get what I'm saying. And also, the kissing little girls, that girl should be, you know, hey, Sadie Sink. Where is season four of Stranger Things? Where is, when was the first announcement? It's been like three years. I don't even want it anymore. You know, go kiss old men and don't come back to the upside down. We don't even want you anymore. And we don't want the whole thing scrapping. And what are they all doing? Every single one of these cast members, I mean, it's a mess. Noah Schnapp is making TikToks and, you know, wants to, to be an influencer more than a, a, any 14-year-old in North America when he's already a, a an actual celebrity. And he wants to be an influencer now. Who is in the position to be... An actual respected actor and decides, hey, I'd rather be in this sway house. Hey, this is not cutting it. Let me do a brand deal with, uh, you know, coldest water bottle. That's where I want to be. Millie's over here getting her Android game on, posting, you know, videos of her running over gay people with her um, filmed on her Galaxy S8 or something, you know, and respect as a homophobe myself, hats off to you. Who else, you know, 
Finn Wolfhard is singing his heart out, going on tours, being a rock star, growing his hair, you know, evolving. Every time I see that man post like an Instagram picture, he never looks bad, but it's a new Finn every time. And I bet that's exciting. Uh, who who are we <laughs> missing? You know, Sadie is kissing old men. Caleb McLaughlin is is just swagging out. He is the coolest man out of. Uh, let me look up his Instagram. I swear to God, Caleb McLaughlin. I think that's his name. Caleb McLaughlin. He is just so goddamn cool. It is insane. He does not in this like. Dude, he made it out the upside down. He is. Oh. Ludwig. Ah, a Ludwig live notification. That's that's extremely embarrassing. I love he I'm rocking with, even though I am mutuals with Finn Wolfhard. You know, no big deal. He only follows 12 people on TikTok, and I am one of them anyway. Um, I would pick, you know, I would hang out with Caleb. He looks. Like, he, he knows what he's up to. He looks like he's on a mission. The rest of them seem kind of aimless. I feel like I'm missing someone. So how about you guys, you know, stop trying to make your own albums and come together and wrap up what you started? Because I've seen about nine trailers for this season four of Stranger Things. And, you know, we got Squid Game now. And, you know, it's kind of old news. And how long are they going to be doing this? Because these kids are growing up faster than most people. The This cast is the fastest like aging group of people in the world. Every day. You know, isn't that so weird when you're growing up and you're watching someone on TV or something that is the same age as you? Or you think at least. And then, you know, you're 10 and you're watching... What's that kid who unboxes toys on YouTube? Something toy reviews. You're 10 years old watching that. And when you're 19, they're 27. So we got to get this season four before, you know, Finn Wolfhard's got a mustache or something. Caleb's already got a beard. Ah, and he looks good in it too, man. Caleb is, and they're a very attractive cast, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they should just keep that. You know, I just wonder, like, most days, a lot of days I just think about I, how much, uh, how much was this, you know, record deal that Samsung put on Millie Bobby Brown because they own her. Everything she does is, you know, coming out that Google Pixel of hers and she's got to post a new ad on every social media like every week that must have been a check that's the strange that's the strangest thing that she's ever done was you know sell her soul to the to the galaxy s7 you know one of her many quirks also <laughs> um you know, her whole homophobic shtick. Now, I don't even know if that started from her. If she came out as a homophobe or people put that on her. But assuming that she, people put it on her. 
I just wonder what her thought process was. Because in situations like that, if you are genuinely distressed about, like, you you becoming a meme and, uh, you know, getting out of control and it following you for the rest of your life, and, and, you know, a lot of you will be in this situation because, you know, the listeners of this podcast are bound to do great things. The easiest way to halt this train and save face at the same time is just join in on the meme. You have to join it. Join it and it will die so fast. If Millie posted a picture on her Instagram story standing on a pride flag, I'm going to be like, Jesus, Millie, God, no, we're done. You know, that's all it takes. If you're actually offended and, you, and you're telling people, please stop it, you just put, you know, gas on the fire. You remember the rise and shine, rise and shine. And Kylie made merch out of that. No one, no one rose again. Never shined once ever again after that. Remember, I need a bad bleep. Addison Ray. She made merch out of that. Did you know that? If you didn't know that, that's why it died so fast or died so abruptly is because she made bad bleep merch. And knowing Addison, Addison's very smart. She probably, you know, was like, okay, this is actually getting annoying. How do I kill this? And a publicist was like, make some merch, hop on the meme. And, uh, you know, don't fight it. Like the rock posted a TikTok doing the eyebrow thing. And it almost killed it. You know, that rock eyebrow thing is really good. I do like it a lot. And it does make me laugh still. I don't know why. <coughs> it's just so inconspicuous. And I don't even know what inconspicuous uh, means. It's just a fun thing. You always see it coming. You know, a lot of stuff uh, stuff lasts longer than others. And like I say, I've said this a couple times, but the greatest deterrent for doing absolutely anything is cringe. If it, if something is cringy, and I think the word cringy itself is cringe. So it makes me not want to say it. I feel like there's a substitute for it. Um, on Twitter, they call it, uh, you know, locals or something. Or What's cringe? Well, you know, cringe is the most universal word. So cringe is the most, is the greatest deterrent of doing anything. And you have to believe it yourself that it is cringe that you're doing it. You know, you know, why does, um, you know, why does the left, why is the left not racist for the most part, less racist than the right politically? It's because they had decided that racism is like being racist is pretty cringe. Like it's like, it's cringe. So less people are racist. On the right, they're a little bit behind. They don't think it's that cringe, you know? So if if Connor and Tanner are hanging out and someone says the N-word, and, you know, Connor and Tanner are not black, that's a given, to them it's not that cringe. So if you can get it into their heads that it is cringe, they will never do it again. You know, the that's how everyone constructs their life now everything you do even when you're by yourself no one is looking and you know think about to yourself right now 
When is it when you're doing something and you second guess yourself and you're like, uh, what am I doing? That's when you're doing something cringe. You know, if you're about to watch anime, you're by yourself. No one's watching. But you've been told it was cringe. So you're really thinking about not doing it. Cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes. For me, I don't think it's that cringe. Look at me now. I'm a chain smoker. If I could get it into my head that cigarettes are cringe, like vaping, for example, I think that is the greatest campaign they could ever do for vaping. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it is the only deterrent left. Like, if if vaping wasn't so cringe, especially the little battery packs, you know, that is cringe. And I regret doing that, but we have a lot of audio listeners and... If you're watching video, you're probably multitasking, so we're going to act like that didn't happen. But if we could really hit it home that people who vape only vape and only ever vape as a result of being peer pressured to hit that first vape, that is the only reason anyone ever gets into vaping, not of their own volition or, or because they like how it feels or how it, you know, or not because they saw David, what's his name? Dave Chappelle, you know, hit a vape on his stand-up thing. No, it's because they were a sophomore, you know, going to take a, a, a poopy in, in the bathroom in between their chemistry class and geometry and big old senior guy came in and, and stuck this USB stick in his face and said, hit it, hit it, pussy. And you hit it, and now you're hooked. And I think if we can hit home that if you vape, you are spineless, or at one point were spineless, and it is embarrassing, and it is cringe, if they put that in their little truth ad campaigns, nobody would, you know, be puffing out mango ever again. That's how cigarettes were stopped for the most part. I mean, cigarettes are considered cringe and gross and smelly and like that now. Not in some places. You know, you go to France, you go to Montreal, you go to China. They're not there yet. They don't think it's cringe, so they're still hitting it. I'm, I'm really hanging on to this point. But I think it's the, the the greatest weapon we have, you know, on our side. But yeah, I'm just looking for love. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm looking for love. I don't have a lot of criteria, uh, like any criteria at all, except it's a woman. Um, I'm looking for love, someone I can, you know, a shoulder to lean on and things like that. You know, every time I think of a criteria, I'm like, eh, that's not that bad. Like, one of the only criteria I thought I had was like, I would like a simple person, a relatively simple person. Whatever that means to you. Simple in in wants. Simple in uh, lifestyle. But not like, you know, you don't got to be a monk. I'm just saying relative to the current wave. And it doesn't have to be super simple. Then I realized, like, you know, if I found the right girl and she really likes Birkins or whatever and is, uh, you know, th- is not simple, 
but she's the right one. I don't even think, you know, I could. What's that show when they're really different? I'm not thinking of a show. I'm thinking about the cereal. Cinnamon and Apple Jacks. I think that's what it's called. With the Jamaican guy and the apple. That could be me and her, you know? I have no idea. So I'm truly an open book. Um, I will be dropping an NFT collection later today for the outofcharacter.store merch drop. And I did recently get into NFTs. Um, and I'm lying about that as well. I would never buy an NFT because, like I said, I'm looking for women, not men. Um, NFTs, I think is beautiful when a new like type of person drops. You know, NFT people, that's kind of an amalgamation of, you know, you got your nerds. And then you got your yes men, because there's all yes men. There's no leaders in in NFT ownership. Um, there's you know people who are bullied, people who are left out, and then and they're also rich mostly. It's a really it's a new category, and I think that's fantastic. I think we should uh, you know new stuff is great. You need new stuff here and there, and why do people not buy NFTs? Because it's cringe. I mean, some people do, but that is the greatest deterrent. It doesn't matter how much money I'm making from buying this monkey uh, portrait or something. It's cringe. So I will not even consider it. You see what I mean? This is the, I mean, if like Hillary just called Trump cringe, in that whole debate that they were doing, I don't know which one I'm uh, referring to, but they definitely did do debates. You know, maybe this country would have been run by a woman. God forbid. I mean, I was talking to someone about this, but this is a silly joke, and it's a crude joke, and I'm sorry, and I am a feminist. But do you think the the citizens of the U.S. would be able to track down the first ladies, not the first lady. Oh, whoa. Um, Miss President's cycle. Do you think that would be possible? Wait, no, I'm dumb because that doesn't that process end at 50 years old after menopause. And most pre she'd definitely be more. She's probably already done. Damn, I'm sorry. That was a really mean joke. AOC, though, she starts the seventh of every month. And I know that for a fact. I'm a big fan of hers. And, you know, second week of every month. You know, she made that one decision when she voted against the infrastructure or whatever. Guess what day it was? September 10th. Something to think about. I am a feminist also. And I don't know what that means anymore. Uh, and I don't really care. You know. The reason why a lot of these uh, bro guys don't want to take this name of uh, feminist is because it's cringe. Not cringe, but people who run the show uh, make it seem worse than it really is. And it is worse. It's not, you know, it's not a fun place to be. It's effort. Uh, but if you just make it less cringe, I think a lot of men would be more open to be like meminists or whatever 
the guys who are for men's rights, same case. Like, it's a bunch of these bro guys who got dumped by, a, you know, a big titty Latino when they were in 20 years old, and now they swear that their mental health is destroyed and no one cares about them. I mean, that's what they swear, is that no one cares, but no one really does care. Uh, and they're just a bunch of, like, spineless, it's not cool. So if you make feminists cool, if you make feminists cool, make things cool again. You know, I would be so good at running for office for many reasons. Number one, I have a clean slate. I have nothing on my, uh, you know, no, uh, no hidden, what is it called? Skeletons in my closet, except crossing the Can Canada-U.S. border, but that was out of necessity. I heard they got Tim Hortons up here, and I had, you know, I didn't, I didn't take a second to wait. Um, also, kind of a sidetrack, but the comments on that video of me talking about my little journey, you know, some of you guys are lying. <laughs> Because there was about a hundred people saying you relate. The entire comment section relates. Hey, dude. You relate? Do all of you relate with crossing the U.S.-Canada border? Now, I understand what you mean is that, uh, to a degree, you re uh, uh, relate in, a, in another form of fashion. Maybe you had to, you know, cross another border or sneak into another place. Or maybe, you know. You stayed after school when you weren't supposed to. But, uh, you know, not all of you relate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you guys. That was a very nice comments. Everyone is super nice and supportive. But I wasn't looking for that. And I want to reiterate that one more time. I'm not. Uh, this is not like, uh, you know, I think you should really applaud people when they are vulnerable. And that's a good thing. Because when you reward behavior, you encourage it. And being vulnerable is a great thing. It's uh, it's one of the bravest things you can do. But I'm not going to take, you know, false valor and pretend like that was, uh, you know, I have other things. It's just a stupid thing. I just got stuck in my head. But thank you, guys. Everyone is so nice. And I appreciate that. One more thing. I just want to give a quick update on my sugar mother. I know I did talk about this on the stream and I read transcripts of our private messages. And I will I will uh, read the transcripts to you at, right now. But there is, it's not a good ending, unfortunately. It turns out I was uh, tricked. I was fooled. I was uh, bamboozled because when is when I decided the reason okay I have a bunch of reasons why I believe that they were real is because one of those reasons was they just offered me their phone number and they said it was two in the morning and they gave me their phone number and they said hey call me right now and I was like oh my god this got to be a real person I mean what kind of bluff is this but stupid me is that I didn't call them I should have called them and did the little star six seven or spoof a number but just seeing that they sent me the number, I just accepted that they, that they were real, and I didn't want to call them at 2 in the morning. And uh, 
anyway, a week later, after they ghost me, I decided to call them, and this is what you get when they're call you call their number now. The number you are trying to reach is no longer in service. <sighs> Cynthia, Cynthia Morgan, that was her name, 54 years old. And it also freaked me out because all their information matched up perfectly with, like, when I looked up their number on reverse search, like their age, their name, their income, their occupation, everything they told me was matching, so I thought it was really real. But it was probably that they stole this poor woman's identity, Cynthia. And, uh... Damn it, dude. Damn it! Ah! I don't even know where to look for love anymore. I have no, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a lost boy in Neverland. Usually in Lena with Peter Pan. Hey! A little bit of, uh, you know what I sound like? I sound like the, uh, you know, Silk Sonic. Uh, Bruno and that other guy, Andre. I'ma leave the door open. I'ma leave the door open. Those guys are a dynamic duo, and they kind of came out of nowhere. And I don't even—I don't know what's going on. What do you call that? Like a duo who makes music? I don't think there's a lot of duos going around. It's usually a band or a solo. Anyway, I'm just going to stop wasting your time. I'm not wasting your time uh, because I have the greatest podcast on this God-forsaken site. And what site that is, I don't know. You could be listening on YouTube or Spotify or Apple uh, Podcasts or, or Google Podcasts or Kindle or something. I'm on everything. iHeartRadio, I think. I'm not even kidding. I think I'm on that. Uh, but thank you guys for listening, man. I hope you guys have a great day. And, uh, yeah, at outofcharacter.store, go check it out. Uh, homophobic a discount code should be up by Monday. So, you know, save, you'll save some money if you buy, you know, if you buy, like, 20 things and use that coupon code, that could be, like, 20 bucks. Anyway, you guys stay safe, and I'll see you guys Wednesday. And also, sorry, I forgot to say this, but sorry there was no After Dark this week. Aaron was in New York. Okay, peace out.